This episode of Strange Assembly is brought to you by www.l5rsearch.com. L5rsearch.com is a comprehensive online L5R card database with tools to assist in optimizing your decks, proxying cards, or simply finding out about unusual cards. Once you know what you need, www.l5rshop.com puts cards in your hands quickly and economically. I'm Chris Stevenson, and this is Strange Assembly, Episode 67, Joyce. Never Stop Gaming. Strange Assembly is a podcast and website about board games, card games, and role-playing games. Legend of the Five Rings, and beyond. back with another fun-loving episode of Strange Assembly. So I think the important thing to start out with is you guys, Jay, Justin, have you enjoyed listening to all of the Gen Con episodes, especially the Story Team episode, right? Yes, I I assume that will be wonderful. I've totally edited that and uploaded it for you guys, right? Oh, good. I was worried I missed one. (laughs) Yes. The part where everybody got naked was a little weird. Yes. Of course... Probably a dumb joke for me to start with, isn't it? Because the audience they're going is actually it. going to have already heard it. Because I will finish editing that one. I realize it's been yes. I, I realize it's been over a month since Gen Con. And you could always just continue to not edit it, yeah. just so the joke works. Well, I'm halfway through. Yes, <laughs> I could put this one up right. so the joke who, works. Who knew Sean Carmen's voice was that low? Yes, the Sean Carmen's voice in the brand interview though was a yeah. bit of a yeah. Yes, for for future reference, I should not let interviewees lay down <laughs> while doing the interview. Theoretically, is that what happened? It, yes. Theore- well, and he kind of sat what? up for each one, but his voice just ended up Why, why do I so feel like low. we suddenly spawned a whole bunch of rumors about what happened <laughs> to Gen Con? <laughs> I, I think Sean, like many people at Gen Con, was tired. <laughs> yes, tired. I, I don't even know what the insinuation is that you are making. Well, combine that with Justin's line a few minutes ago. Well, maybe I'll maybe I'll get the joke in editing, and then maybe I'll have to delete it. <laughs> Who knows? Probably for the best. I don't know what the joke is, but it it seems like the sort of. <laughs> Who knows? Let's just go ahead and cut this whole thing. Welcome to Strange Assembly, everyone. <laughs> this is Chris Stevenson with J. Earl and Justin Purdy. The last five minutes, you'll never get back. So the let's see what the most newsworthy thing lately in L5R has been errata, thus yep. uh, letting us wipe out the results that have happened. But before then, we've had about a dozen or so events in this environment that have had a winner, maybe thirteen or fourteen, because there's a couple and some strange cuts. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, yes, we. We, I did notice at least one tournament that had, according to their thread on the AG forums, had 14 people and cut to a top eight. <laughs> but well, Come on, Chris. It would be silly to cut to top 16 at that point. <laughs> it would. Well, and it's it's not like it matters. Who knows? If you've got 12, the floor rules tell you to just gouge your own eyeballs out <laughs> rather than actually play yeah. the game. I'm I'm pretty sure. But... About half of the tournaments uh, had been won by Phoenix. 
Yeah. Woo. Don't get too happy yet. We're about to talk about the errata. I know. Uh, Look, i got to get my cheer where I can get it. Yeah, well, and and of course many of these are, I mean, there's been a lot of 12-person tournaments, 14-person tournaments, 18-person tournaments included in this. Yeah. Although Phoenix did have, I think, three in the top eight at Gen Con, which probably, that was more than 14 people in that tournament, I think. Maybe. I would assume. We weren't so, there. In, in the top of Gen Con? Well, no, it wasn't in 16. <laughs> so, yeah, Phoenix has won uh, a little bit fewer than half, mostly with Library of Rebirth Blitz, but also with Pension, which can blitz out of Turns levels out, of purity. Blitz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, Lion, Lion has won a couple. Scorpion has won a couple with Dishonor. And I assume Crab Rob Darkness has won a Dojo couple. Dishonor. Uh, that seems the most likely. I'm not sure what one of them was. I think one of them was Law of Darkness. I don't know which, which one the other one was. So, that's kind of what we had. And then Unicorn has put a lot... Unicorn seems to have had a lot of people hanging around near the end without getting any... getting a lot of notice. But we've also had odd things like... There was actually, like, the top dragon at Emerald Champs was Pillars of Virtue, uh, Petkey. That's weird. Running that. I think I saw a Dragon's Breath. Dojo was the other dragon that made the cut at something since Gen Con. Or not Dojo. Castle? Oh, whatever it is. That one's yes, Stronghold. It's DBC, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who needs to know the names? We just know the initials here. It's DBC and WED, right? That's yeah. right. See, I'm combining it because it's Watchful Eye Dojo. So the errata were two aimed at Blitz and one aimed at Mantis. Mantis, yeah. basically Kalani's Landing can't use Basic Lesson anymore because it if you you can't straighten your Stronghold doesn't let you straighten turn. your box anymore. Un- yeah. Unless you use plans within plans to play it on your opponent's turn. See, you audience don't realize that, like, that was dumb the first time, but I've heard that about seven times now. I like that joke. Jay is really, really riding the, uh, if I, I say why, the same thing like enough times, then maybe it it'll become a funny. Uh, like yeah. how Jay says squeak all the time. Funny, right? Exactly. Yes, yes. This is only your most recent plans within plans. Uh, Every uh, once in a while you come up with a weird idea involving that card. But, yeah. Then, low market can no longer reduce the cost of an item, of of an attachment to zero. That's primarily aimed at Lion Blitz, which uses low market to help get its a more permanent force on the board. The last one is Errata to Library of Rebirth, so it only works when you are opposed. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, which prevents two interactions. You can no longer use Glory of the Shogun to attach and get the four free gold in battle when you're unopposed, and you can't use uh, I think Requisition Supplies, which lets you, which is another one that lets you attach in battle. So, those are, those are errata, those are relatively uh, narrow errata. I think the oddly, I think the least impactful of those Probably the Library of Rebirth yeah. one, because yeah. you can still do plenty of awesome things with Library of Rebirth. There are also plenty of nifty things that Kalani's Landing... I mean, Kalani's Landing is still amazing. It just loses the most obnoxious thing that it could do, which is just the, oh, I have a 
card in my hand, therefore I get a free holding turn one. Hey, free holding turn one, and then on your turn I'll fish this one out of my discard pile too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you still get governed the land, you still get everything, you can still swarm with it, uh, you just, it's a bit of a, a, a damper on that, and then, I don't know, uh, Slavin seemed to think that losing low market really yeah. beats the snot out of Lion Blitz, but that's really okay for Lion because They've they, got other decks, they're fine. Yeah, yeah. Like you could actually play good Lion military, which is always helped along by the fact that if somebody other than Lion is playing Blitz, you go before them, and that's really not the That's sort of not position. what Blitz wants to be. Yeah. No. <laughs> Phoenix Blitz wants to cav around you anyway, but you know, you you're still going first against them. So it seems like the winners I the Scorpion Dishonor has been doing well, but doesn't seem like it has any sort of excessively good match against Blitz. Maybe just because it had a lot of presence lists built into it's, it, but even that doesn't have that shouldn't have a, a necessarily a ton of presence lists built the into best it. Best deck lists I've seen have some presence list defense in them, but it's it's just it's also a Dishonored deck that is it's built to buy a guy on turn one as well, so it's going to defend against you, you actually run three copies of Entrenched to cancel out sneaks, and you just start hosing them early on, too. Yeah, well, and, and Entrenched is certainly something that's been around. I mean, that was Wells's deck from the, the Gen Con winner was a, you know, I, I have Entrenched position, which, against Blitz, also against the, the Kalani's landing, and then he was lying, so he just went first. But that, I don't know, does... I, I don't know if the Law of the Arctic Dojo really gets any worse against a field that has less Blitz in it. Unicorn has been doing well. Well, the only thing that I think Law of Darkness Dojo has a big issue with is, at, at least the one I'm playing just rolls over to other Dishonor, the way it's built. Yeah. It, it could be. I mean, Yasuki out of Crab has done okay in this environment, but... That's sort of the, the the sort of question when you look at how a deck would be like. Okay, was this a deck that had a particularly good or bad matchup against 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 the Blitz decks that are coming out? And then, is there anything that 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 is going to suddenly come back? Like I, I attachment heavy decks that were not blitzing themselves. I think were really in trouble. Like Kensei yeah. mm-hmm. was just nuked by the the presence of all the Blitz. So all of a sudden that could be back. I don't know how much, you know, anything that was doing well. I don't think Law of Darkness is particularly quaking because suddenly there's going to be more, you know, Kensei and Commander decks oh, no, running I, around. I love eating big units. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, I don't think that's going to have a particular problem. I don't think Crab, which was the other deck that had won tournaments, that is perfectly happy to play against more mid-range military decks too. So, I, I'm at... It removes some of the more obnoxious decks to play against. Yeah. And it does open things up some, but I don't know how much it's actually going to open them up. It it just... And I don't know how much you necessarily... I mean, you can't just say, oh, Blitz isn't going to be there. Because there's still going to be Phoenix decks blitzing, if nothing else. Yeah. yeah. I think. So that, that errata goes into effect. Even though it was only just announced, it goes into effect... On October 11th, I believe, because if they had, because they wanted, so it goes into effect faster than the 30 days that it's supposed to go into effect, so that world championships 
Yeah. It's not in anymore. But it will be in effect when we have Ivory Champs down here uh, on the last Saturday of October. So, and that will be, I think, the last weekend of seeds not being legal yet. That but, sounds right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, I guess, what's been anything else noteworthy going on with the environments? I, um, nothing I'm aware of. Not really. Yeah. It's a lot of Phoenix. It's gonna uh, next year. We're gonna suddenly see a batch of a lot of Phoenix fictions, like we saw recently. Yeah. The the fiction with all the keepers, mm. which. All those tournaments were done predominantly the, Crane. Yes, yeah. at the end of last year when Crane was winning all over the place. Well, not just that the the new ones were Crane, but then also the old keepers were oh, all Crane. Some of the old, well, some some of the old ones. Well, uh, like half. I guess yeah, two of the ones that stay yeah, because Janai is still around and right. she was Crane, and then Keeper of the Void. Fire. Keeper. No, no fire is dragon, right? No air is dragon. Air is dragon. Uh, Crane had water, fire, void, and, uh, uh, and then, uh, yeah, but at least, but at least one of, but yes, but some of those have been replaced. Oh, have they? I've lost track. Well, yeah, because remember, there was a new batch of, if there's a new batch of keeper tournaments, they necessarily were replacing something. So I think Janai is still around. You may have lost, and I think the void guy is, is he still, I can't keep, I don't know. uh, I can't keep track of these things. But but, yes, but yes crane, there were crane. there were some old yeah there was at least Janai hanging right. around for the old crane one. I like that Masay is still around. She was nifty and she got this great in the Book of Air RPG book. She gets like a two page write up. So it's it's always nice to see more of a particular character developed. This is Chris Stevenson breaking in a little bit. It's been almost two weeks now since we actually recorded this, and we have more information on what has been going on in the environment, so I thought I would pop that in here. The wind total from what I've seen so far, not counting the Global Storyline tournament tournaments, is three for Crab, three for Lion, three for Mantis, seven for Phoenix, two for Scorpion, three for Unicorn. Uh, the clan with the best rate of making the cut at way above average is the phoenix the crane and dragon are way below average on that if you want them in order it's of make the cut rate it's something like phoenix lion spider mantis unicorn crab and scorpion tide and then at minus 32% relative to average crane and dragon. The, the phoenix are at plus 40. Also, the phoenix winds have been more diverse than I thought at the time we were having the original conversation. So there's already been a lot of non-library of rebirth blitz winning out of phoenix. So I actually think that there's a, a reasonable chance that even post errata they will still be putting up really great numbers. And now back to your previously recorded programming. (laughs) 
So we 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 were going to talk about Forgotten Legacy and it not being reprinted and being sold out, but, but we forgot. But that now worked out a little differently. Yeah, it's like we put that on. It's like must talk about Forgotten Legacy being sold out and not reprinting. Except then it turned out that they are going to reprint it. So which is good. There was a big lengthy uh, discussion, although which and not really a help. I, I know many discussions on the internet are not helpful, but there were a number. Uh, that was a, I think, particularly unhelpful one because it's it's just really, really. What what happened was they Forgotten Legacy sold out, probably sold out because over Gen Con you could buy just the cards and anything was fifty percent off. So I, I would imagine that contributed sure. to Forgotten Legacy selling out. And you yeah, I imagine really have to have Forgotten Legacy if you're going to be serious about yeah. uh, about tournaments. And it's not just the Eternity bug cards, but there's every clan just has so many. Ridiculous cards in that yeah, set. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the eternity bugs are a a, a a real problem. It's like that's you you can't have a card that are going to be legal for the next art going out of print, and you know you've got to go on eBay and spend one hundred twenty dollars to buy them as singles. But it's just sort of really obvious that like that all of that is a problem, and yet you've got people in the thread saying, "Well, you can't, you don't automatically lose a game if you don't have these awesome." Forgotten Legacy cards, or there exist decks that don't have that many Forgotten Legacy cards. Or I, I mean, it's just sort of really unhelpful things. There's, you know, well, Chris, any, you could win a baseball game without having an outfielder. So <laughs> uh, you don't need outfielders to to play. They could just not hit any balls out, out there. In any thread, when you're on the AG forums, there are there, there's always going to be some people who are complaining about something that happened and some people are saying oh that's awesome but you know there really comes a point in time when the you know knee-jerk complaints can be just dumb but knee-jerk saying that something really isn't a problem can be dumb too it would have been a tournament scene problem if players could not get forgotten legacy anymore it may not be the end of the universe and then the sky falls down and kills us all it may have been that it wasn't financially feasible for AEG to reprint Forgotten Legacy at this point. Look, look, Chris, I mean, that may be true, 47 but... 47% of people are never going to vote uh, for AEG, so we just let them go. No? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. So that that was really... I mean, you know, you had just had... You had people... It literally went so far as there's somebody, like, attacking a new player about whether or not he was really a new player. I don't know why, which 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 would have been irrelevant to any, which is, not only is that just silly generally, but, like, why would you have to be a new player to express an opinion about it? I mean, the guy who was making this comment is an old player who had been expressing an opinion. I, yeah. yeah. He just wanted to get friends into the gamers. I, I don't know. I, think. I, I always get them confused. Does that appeal to authority or um, ad hominem? I, I think in that case it was ad hominem. Yeah. It was just an ad hominem attack that made no sense. Uh, I don't know, but the ultimately, then they finally came. Reese came in and said, "Okay, we're we're probably going to do a reprint. We're deciding, but we're definitely going to do a yeah. reprint of the Eternity Bug cards." And now, uh, Nico has announced that they are going to be doing a reprint of everything. What I'm guessing happened was that somebody contacted customer service, and customer service is like, "Well, we're not right. There was nothing explicit. I haven't yeah. seen anything. So yeah, they, yeah, like this is out of stock and." Right. We have not decided to reprint it, so there is no, we're not reprinting. I mean, because they usually right. wouldn't I mean, be doing that without, 
you know, going and customer service can't say, yeah, we'll probably reprint it because yeah, yeah. they don't, at that, that, they don't know. Probably at that time, yeah. there were no, no decision had been taken or heck, they've been that they're it may not even have been discussed because somebody came in and, and sent this into customer service when all the other AEG people were busy recuperating from Gen Con. But uh, the gamers, let's move on. Yeah. Gamers, let's see the gamers. <laughs> the gamers three Kickstarter did succeed. So there's going to be a new game, and and Kinda. succeeded enough that yeah, there's going to be a. So the gamers three. Uh, so that's in case a movie. you don't know about the gamers. Yeah, that's that's this is going to be a movie, and then in the movie, one of the things that they're doing is playing a card game, which is. Uh, let's say inspired by Strongly the L5R on. notion. Yeah, there are there are nine factions, and it's it's sort of like what if the story team had completely and totally bowed to everything that the players wanted. And you have completely just, ridiculous yeah. off the wall factions. Yes, well, yeah. Like one of the factions was when the nukes went off. There were a bunch of sol- like World War II World soldiers War II generals who who went into uh, this fantasy world. I want to say there's like steampunk aliens or something yes, completely bizarre. One of them is steampunk aliens. There's some mummies or I, I don't know. Yeah. But so that's going to be the movie. But then there's also going to be a AEG is now going to make a game of it. And they're actually making it. And and I looking at the cards, I believe it is a reskinning of it's. I think it's a reskinning of Legend of the Burning Sands. Mm. Legend of the Burning Sands unglued. Yes. Yes. Legend of the Burning Sands unglued. If you kickstarted for enough. You actually, and enough being two hundred fifty dollars, you got to make a card, to make cards and stuff. In well, you well, a card that would then appear in this, which all, is a particularly fun prize because name a card in L five R is cute and all, but this is a set where there's literally no restrictions. You can be what, like, it wasn't just name a card; it was design the card. You were gonna yeah. get to name and design everything about the card. It would be like, AG, I want a card in your game called Zombie Patton, <laughs> and yeah. they make it. But Presumably. yeah, I, I, as nifty as it is, though, it's still ultimately two hundred fifty dollars yeah. to get to create a card that goes in a game, and you don't even get a copy of the game for your two hundred fifty dollars. There was no option in the Kickstarter to buy the game. Yeah. it was just once it got high enough, AEG is presumably going to make because it they it. don't know what the costs on it are going to be. If I had to take a guess, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, because the other one, the other Kickstarter that AEG got involved with, I guess, it, I, I don't know if they, they didn't say anything about it to the tail end. I don't know if they were talking about it before was, how do you pronounce it? Is it Numenera? It's a Monty Cook role-playing game, science, science fiction role-playing game. And that is going to end up having a Thunderstone tie-in huh. in that there's going to be a Thunderstone expansion. That like basically there's going to be Thunderstone Numenera where Doom goes there, and within that Kickstarter you could, as an add-on to your Kickstarter, you could pay fifty bucks and get one of these fancy or a fancy limited edition copy huh. of the game. And so, but that one you actually could just get the game. So I don't, I don't, I, know. I don't know how that all works out. I mean, you would think that with the uh, gamers Kickstarter, if they, if they, once you knew what your price point was going to be, if it's going to be $80, then you're like, okay, $80 yeah. and you can you can get it. I mean, they'd have to eat the shipping cost, but that's if it's an $80 retail price point, then you're you know making money off of 
the manufacturer, you know, off of the publisher selling it at, at 80. And I, so maybe that was just, I don't know why. Maybe that was hard to get in at the end because they didn't, they didn't really have, I don't know if they had any add-ons. I mean, all these goals were kind of up in that for like a while. It, yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know if they really had add-ons in the gamers Kickstarter because I know that can be a pain. And I know if you're doing a Kickstarter, you do have to watch the physical product add-ons because like, you see, or not add-ons, but like pledge levels or stretch goals. Because I know there have been a, a couple of Kickstarter things where I think there was one in particular that was a video game, and they realized that by the time they were done, they had spent, you know, they 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 kicked it for a total of maybe thirty some thousand dollars, and that ended up they had to eat. It was like ten thousand dollars to make and then ship. Yeah, all of the little wristbands and T-shirts and posters that people had gotten through the various stretch rewards and level. I mean, you have to make sure that you're actually, if you're sending out physical stuff, that's really going to start eating into your, like, in yeah. the shipping costs and need the money that that people are actually having a pledge level that's right. You don't want your high enough. You don't want to have a one dollar pledge level that costs you a dollar fifteen to make and ship. Yeah, yeah, That's... or even, well, even you don't want to have a $25 pledge level that takes you $20 to make it shit. True. Because that really... Because that's, that's probably just not enough to to get in in for something. I don't know, but so... that that is going to happen, so it'll be... I, I never actually played Legend of the Burning Sands. I've heard with this um, product that AEG's making, apparently it's supposed to be the 15th anniversary edition of that game. Yes. And one of the funny things I know they've said they're going to include in it is, like, old broken cards from the game's past. And I just really like the concept of trying to consciously come up with a subtly broken card. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. I'm sure they're going to enjoy making that. Well, I don't know if it does. Does it have to be subtle? I don't. Well, because I don't know I how it's going to play we'll either. We'll just make it's... Conte the 38th again or 39th. I don't. Which was the one that was ridiculous? We Never can just mind, we can just mention Shag Four like we always do on this podcast. Do we really mention Shag Four that much? No, and I'm trying to do go we? older schooler. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's evil portents, man. No, yes. <laughs> Corrupt yeah. silver mine. Oh yeah. Corrupt gold. Yeah, that's it. It's funny. I guess L five R can be a little like magic in this way, as far as the the power of J. You have a, is that what expansion is that? Shadowlands, Anvil of. I mean, Which, what for what that you have on Jay has on his wall an uncut sheet. Oh yeah, yeah, it's uh, and, uh, Anvil. And it, yeah, and it's Anvil. And it, it's funny to look at the the uncut sheet because almost everything on there is completely terrible and awful. Except for and, like one or two, and, and then there's like two cards which would be beyond broken yeah. if yeah. they were. They were printed. I what well, I think that one of the biggest things is that there are a lot of really narrow strategies in old sets that are or just horribly costed attachment, but but personalities across personalities the board were universally are, just are just ridiculous. Awful. I, I know we've commented on the board, but the funniest thing is going back and looking at Heroes of Rokugan, the, the set <laughs> yeah. has all of these there are all these thirteen gold personalities, and they are just atrocious. atrocious. Yeah. yeah. Let's see, I get a 4-6 that has a bad conditional ability for 13. What? No? And an above-box water <laughs> requirement? Ah! Uh, Pre-blood uh, money rule? Pre-blood yeah. money rule, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> it, uh, it, it is interesting. Well, I, yeah, no, you, you picked up uh, Heroes of Rakugan for Judgment. Didn't you... Did that have gifts and favors in it? 
No, no, no. That, that was, was KYD. KYD. KYD had Gibson Favors in it, yeah. He, but Heroes of uh, Roku Gun had the... The, rats, Rath the first Stronghold. Rat Stronghold. The first yeah. Rat Stronghold, when it was still a joke faction instead of an actual faction. <laughs> wait, wait. It was never not a joke faction? Yes, it was ever not a joke <laughs> faction, and you know it. I just wanted you to admit it. Yes. Ra well, rats have won world, more world championships than some actual clans. <laughs> that is true. Because they've uh, you know, won yeah. one, and there were still a couple that right. haven't. Uh, what, two, maybe, that haven't? Something like it. So We'll probably end up reviewing that game when it comes out, though. Probably, probably. I, and you know what? It, uh, we're, we're definitely going to do a seeds, you know, we'll do the full seeds review later, but I thought it would be interesting now to wrap up the L5R stuff is to talk about the, the new keywords from a design perspective. Yeah. No, sir, I don't like them. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, theoretically, these aren't necessarily bad keywords. I mean, you can put any ridiculously bad ability on a card and completely overcompensate. You can, at the at one extreme, there's something like, you know, when you put this card into play, your opponent draws a card. You win the game. Yeah. So there must be some middle ground, right? Yeah, yeah. From a design perspective, it's not necessarily yeah how powerful the cards end up being. But so just, well, I mean, to, to be clear, let's say so everybody knows what the three, there yeah. are three new keywords, and there are going to be more in later sets. There are? Uh, yes. The three that are there right now, or I'd, I'd lay money that there will. The the three that are in Seeds of Decay are Elite, Elite. which means you contribute Forswab out. Brash? Overconfident and Brash. Overconfident is when this personality comes into play or leaves play, each opponent may draw a card. Brash is whenever this personality attacks, the opponent can may draw a card. Yeah. The reason I say there are going to be more is because the They've previewed, I think, the all the various items that are going to be handed out for the jewel tournaments, and the Topaz one is like a redo of Armor of, Ryu, of the Ryu. When it comes into play, you get to choose two keywords for the guy, and on that list of keywords are Historian, Archer, and Stalwart. Also, Stalwart appears as a keyword on one of the Romance of the Nine Kingdoms cards, Romance, <laughs> the the Gamers Three yeah. fake game or joke or whatever it is, but that so so that's on there. I'd bet that when we see the next expansion, we are going to see Archer Weren't and like, Stalwart well, and Historian as functional keywords. Counter argument: Wasn't there a line a few sets ago that was open? Give him tactician, scout, or philosopher. Okay, yes, but. You and I both know that Philosopher, as a historical thing, is does nothing. For the people who were yes. not playing ages ago, there was a card called Philosopher that was open. Do nothing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> open. Nothing yes. happened. So, uh, <laughs> so, I thought we were moving away from having a lot of keywords like that that had loaded rules in them. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to have loaded keywords. I think L5R has to be more careful with it than, like, Magic. Because if you'll notice, Magic likes to do everything with keywords. I mean, every yeah. new expansion, there's a new keyword that does something. They aren't often, all legal at the time. A, they yeah, Often it's a re-ramp of an old ability now slapped And now a it's keyword. just a one-word yeah, yeah, keyword. Yeah, they've liked to... I, mean, yeah, I, they, I remember when Sarah Angel wrote out, she doesn't bow to attack. Yeah, yeah now she yeah. just says Flying Vigilant. Yeah. But, but there, well, there are, there are a couple of things to do about that. At more basic levels... The cards, I mean, it, it's usually there's reminder text on the card, and there is right. 
reminder text. If on there's reminder text, then in that's the new good. sets, I think that that does. Well, if but, this reminder text starts getting phased out, then I'm kind of sketchy on this whole adding a ton of well, keywords. One thing. of the things, to my understanding, that Magic does is your common, uncommon level cards that have keywords. They'll put the reminder yeah. text. It's the rares where they slap the keyword on, no reminder text, which yeah. now lets them put more stuff on those cards. I, I think that's less of an issue in L5R because L5R is so much more complex than Magic that you're kind of... I mean, to some extent, you're giving up on the... You kind of have to just give up on the notion of it being easy for two people to sit down, buy some starter set, and then just really easily grasp the, what's going on with the game. It's just... Right. I mean, there, there's a reason there's large chunks of the game left out of any... Uh, beginner product. Yeah, yeah. Product. I, I mean, I think it's more of a... Yes, including generally functional keywords. Yes. Uh, I think it's more of a, a question of when you're doing that to just keep in mind that that is more board complexity mm. that is going on with personalities. And, and that's really more a question of what they're ultimately doing it. What I don't like about it is that, one, I question whether or not brash and overconfident. and overconfident are a good idea in general. But they definitely should not both exist. The reason why they're arguably a problem in general is because they make people like the card less. Right. Yeah. From a, from a well, power point of view... It, I mean, it doesn't matter, right? You can balance that. You yeah. can make the cards better. Right. You can make the cards I mean, worth to, to compensate. Yeah, I was going to say, to my feeling, the instances we've seen so far, for the most part, if you are having a keyword that benefits your opponent, you can balance it by reducing your own cost. But that's not done sufficiently to these cards for me to want to play with the card to give my opponent a benefit. And that's a, that's a separate issue more of when we get to a particular card, like, sure. is this card worth playing? And certainly... The, the brash the the brash guys seem to get beat up on much more. I mean, the overconfident guys, you're just giving them one right away, and that's more likely to be worth it for an honor rocket or something. Right. But but there's definitely a, a people liking it, and that matters more, I think, in L5R because you really, when, when you're the designer and you and somebody is opening this pack and they're a clan-loyal player, or even if they play other clans, they you know they're looking for like, oh, I want to see some awesome crane cards. You want them to to look at their cards and think, that's awesome, like, that's cool. Oh, that's a guy I'm excited about. And even if the ultimate result is that there's the same overall power level by putting Brash and Overconfident, by putting a, any, not just Brash and Overconfident, but any strictly negative mm-hmm. keyword on the guy, that is just an instant, oh, eh, I don't know about that. And, and I think maybe it's just because I... I you know, I'm a dragon player, but I think the immediately one that that jumps out at it is that they slapped Brash on Takashi Nabarro or whatever, like mm. Satsu's kid, yeah. which is, you know, the first, like, oh, this should be a big, exciting, awesome personality that we want people to open up and look at it cool, and what do you do? You slap a keyword on it that makes them go, oh, that sucks. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, what they should have done is they should have done, like, just amazingly ridiculous cards with the keywords. You're like, oh, this is awesome. Eh, I'll play with it despite the, uh, the drawback. Uh, I don't know about that. Hmm. Because you're... <laughs> Playtesting is not perfect, and they're no. just introducing a new yeah. mechanic, and you know what? I don't think that we need the design team to err on the side of making cards too good. Yeah. <laughs> fair point, fair point. 
I'm just saying as far as enthusiasm for these new keywords. Yes, I guess if you want to make people enthusiastic about the new keywords, then you can make the cards that have the new keyword overpowered. But that's not, I mean, really the question is, why do you need to generate enthusiasm for the keywords? You should be, you should be adding things that make people enthusiastic in the first place, not making cards overpowered so they can be enthusiastic about a keyword that you could have just not put on at all. I don't know if the inexperienced keyword in particular is like this, but it seems like almost all the people they printed on it are like really cheap blank guys. I don't know if that's just... Uh, yeah, that's I a lot of... I know the Scorpion of... one is like just really, really cheap yeah. blank yeah, well, there, yeah, there's a free crane guy. Crane and or Phoenix have uh, yeah. Well, they're like is the three overconfident people. Yeah, is the crane is it an overconfident guy? The guy who lets you proclaim twice a turn? I don't think he's overconfident. Oh well, he's good. Regardless. He's amazing. Yeah, um, he's good. See him but, with overconfident, you'd be like, okay, I'll play him with overconfident. Yeah, anyway. but I mean, but I also, but, I mean, but I it's think, not exciting cards, is what I'm saying. Yeah. At all. Well, yeah. yeah. Again, you don't necessarily want to. I, I'm okay with them not going out of the way. To make those, I mean, you you want those cards to be exciting for the players, not because they have the keyword, but just because in general you want them to be uh, exciting about for the players. Cards. And there's only there's only so much exciting. I mean, you could very easily make a bunch a clan excited about their cards by just giving them a bunch of ridiculous overpowered stuff. Sure. So that, I mean, that's that's why I'm I'm kind of eh sure, about the, the design time, you... thing is because you're using up power level, but you're dialing down the excitement level by putting by using these keywords without dialing down the power level because then you're just compensating somewhere else on the card. Yeah. Right, but I mean, you don't even have to go overpowered like you if that guy who lets you proclaim him in addition to your normal proclaim had overconfident, they would still be excited about him. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, assuming so you, an appropriate yeah. cost. Right. But but blank O2 dude. Yeah. But I'd say I don't I don't know. It's it's not the most important thing, but I think the most definitive feeling that I have about that, like I said, is that there should not be overconfident and brash. That is two keywords that do very, very similar things, and I I don't know why they didn't just use overconfident. When the guy yeah. comes into yeah. play, your opponent can draw a card. That the design space wise, those are just right on top of each other for what they do. I don't know how much more you really get design-wise out of using about out of having brash existing. I mean, clearly the you can't just have brash because you want sure. the ability to be usable on personalities that are never going to. I mean, you want to be able to use the keyword in designing personalities that are never going to attack. But I just I, I don't know why they have both of those. Why you're I mean. Uh, I don't know. So I think that, but I think that elite. both of them was an error. Well, elite is something could be that can be cool. I don't like I said. I, I don't think it's automatically that's a bad also a thing throwback to old cards. Yeah. To, yes, there there is there's at least one existing card that had elite already when it didn't do anything. Well, and were, I mean, back in the days when your personality had to be unbowed for the follower to contribute, there were a bunch of followers that were the elite like, heavy infantry right, and stuff elite like heavy that. Infantry, yeah. elite light infantry that were more or less the same force as the regular tie kind, an extra gold or two, and contributed force even while their person was bowed. Yeah, and, and I don't know, I mean, clearly from the number that they're jumping out, there was a, I mean, th- there was a design decision taken to, oh, let's yeah. do keywords. 
I don't think they're as helpful as clearly a positive design wise as they as they are in magic because there's a they serve a lot of functions in magic other than hey let's have a keyword it does cohesion for sets and for environments like they're using them in the the return to ravnica that just came out where you've got the five different guilds it's a oh this is the this guild keyword and so it's a it's yeah. a way to to sort of mechanically bring right. those together. Well, and also, again, in Magic, a lot of those keywords would be, this is an old ability, like Death Touch or Vigilance. Well, I, yeah. I mean, we're I, just now doing it in fewer texts so we can reuse the ability with other yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, and that's, that, that is another thing that... I mean, I think that's sort of a separate decision, and that's clearly not what's going on here sure. in L5R. Is, yeah, what, 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 what Magic would... They're kind of running out of these. Most of them have happened that way, but yeah, life link or death touch. It's basically, if there is this yeah. sort of common piece of text that we put on cards all the time, let's just go ahead and keyword it. It's the, the positives from keywording it are it makes it easier for people to talk about. People sometimes have nickname for things anyway. If you need it to, you can make it take up less space on the cards, right? Like you were yeah. saying, Jay, if it's a yeah. common, you can still have death touch and then you have it written out in italics what death touch does and you haven't really you haven't really lost anything on the card but then you have the option to have some really complicated rare that has you know flying death touch lifelink vigilance and then, and then five lines does of text. other things yeah and then has five lines of, of other text but that clearly is not happening in L5R this is not these are not some traits that a bunch of guys had that they were just like oh well let's go ahead these are totally new uh, things and make it right. cavalry oh, right I don't know. So I don't, I mean, I don't want to pass judgment on the general notion of having, Keyword using, having more, I guess, if you had asked me, I probably said, oh, it's probably good to not yeah. have that because there's already so much board complexity going along in L5R, but that that's just kind of a off-the-cuff thing that it really ultimately depends on how things work out in play. Uh, unlike the, I mean, you can just look at it and be like, Yes, overconfident and brash are going to make cards look worse. That's always a thing with cards. Going back to good old Jazam Jin, is that even drawbacks, explicit drawbacks on cards, make people like them less, even when they're still good and yes, than they otherwise would have based on the power level. They just do. So it's not that you can't do that, but you just have to be more judicious in in how you employ it and. Having people be excited about their about their personalities in a new expansion seems so important to me. If I'm designing L5R, that's what I want, and I want to get as much excitement out of I want people to be as excited as much as possible without using up the finite amount of power level that yeah. a clan is going to get in a set. So neat flavor stuff, and uh, yeah, 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 and some of that is is yeah, it's free, some right? Some that's it's, in there, yeah. And, and like I said, I think it's it's unfortunate that that. They definitely, I think, swung and a mist on that with, with Satsu's Kid. Because, the, I mean, there are people who are still excited about him because, oh, it's Satsu's Kid. Yeah. And he's kind of got an interesting combination of the brash keyword that makes you immediately go like, oh, I don't like that. And then he's got the ability that you like and go, wow, that's really cool, yeah. but actually isn't nearly as good as it looks like. That's something that can go the other way. If you can build an ability that is not as good as it looks, that's a way to generate excitement without using up yeah. power. So that's that. 
I just didn't remember Satu's kid's ability. I was trying to look him up, but he's oh, not on the Oh, I remember yet. it looked nifty, but... Choose an enemy personality, and at the end of the battle, if you still have an army, they add force to your army. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. awesome. This is why it's not as awesome as you think, because they can still perform action. Yeah, well. And so they're going... No. Yeah, you look at it, you'd be like, oh my god, Unexpected Betrayal was amazing. But they can still run the guy away, they right. can bow the guy to stuff, they can... There's plenty of things that... And it's also an ability that says, battle! The game state is not affected at all right now. I'm taking a battle action and nothing happens. Right. So, yeah, plus... And then plus he's brash. And his stats aren't anything impressive either. He's like 4-5. For 8. Okay, yeah. Significantly less impressive. Yeah. So I guess the last L5R thought I have is that looking forward to uh, whatever the first dual bugged expansion is, Yeah. I hope that I look at the previews for that expansion and go, these cards are awful. <laughs> yes. That is what I want. Yes. I, Where's there to go uphill from here? Well, I mean, no, no. I, and they are going to go down. I think that you sort of look at the at the design focus article for Seeds of Decay, it kind of starts out by acknowledging that the power level is really high and how can we design... I, and yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know how much that was necessarily in their minds when they were actually doing the design, but it's, I, I think the fact that he's talking about that, that Reese is talking about that right up front, is kind of an acknowledgement they know that it's they know deal. and they know that a lot of people think it's an issue. Or even if they think the people are wrong, they which I, they know I that, which I yeah. don't think they think the people are wrong, but they know it's it's sort of an issue. I and I mean I think we need a cut <laughs> at least back down to samurai arc levels. I think that's where we need to cut things. Uh, you know, samurai. I mean, I look back. Samurai did not. You know, maybe if we go back then, well, if I can find some post for myself where I was saying samurai because Ricky's overpowered, but I don't remember that really coming up with Samurai Arc, but you do have in there, I mean, right, you, you had the usual thing where it, it wasn't quite as bad as Diamond ending with Web of Lies and, and nuking <laughs> yeah. that environment before it had even started. All but, the bad stuff in Samurai, I think about, like, the first thing that come to my mind is all the cons defiance. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so it, it wasn't as bad as the Web of Lies going into Lotus thing, but yeah, there was a, just a ton of stuff in cons defiance because they still need to sell the product, yeah. and they still want it to be exciting. And uh, so, I guess they still need to sell the product. But as much as humanly possible, I want to look at the uh, I want to look at that expansion to be like, well, this is completely useless in the current environment. Yeah, because there needs there needs to be a a drastic cutback in the power level. I mean, there was basically like Lotus, way 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 up here. And then it was, like, down to Samurai, a lot farther down from Lotus, obviously. And then everything after that's been up, 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 up. Let's find where the point is. There it is. It you know? up, yeah. And, and what it's kind of interesting, the stuff, like, we just had the set of errata now, and <laughs> Blitz seems to be a really good way to, to draw errata. They need to try to do that, because that's what all, at the start of Celestial Arc, that's what all the errata was about, Yeah, right, was Blitz decks, except that that got a bunch of errata, and then all the blitzing there was about really cheap guys, yeah. so the just boatload of... So tons of so cards that of say, anti destroy all the six gold cost guys, yeah. hurt all the six Ma gold cost guys. Maybe what they should do for the next arc is 
not power down the dual bug set, but just make all the strongholds have like ten extra province strength. <laughs> no, because the but the this is a joke. Yeah. I'm not. Oh. A, I'm just saying that would that would kill Blitz. What you do is if, you make sure that nobody has like sixteen province strength. What you do is you make sure that nobody has any of the same themes they had in the last arc. Yeah. What is this? Scorpion Kensai again <laughs> and Shugenja. Let's yeah, let's, we'll give Phoenix. I was about to make the joke. What is this? Scorpion Paragons? But that exists now. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. I uh, thought that was Scorpion inter- Honor. <laughs> I don't know how much changes they you necessarily want to make in the themes. A lot of them seem pretty good. I think I they're going to give Spider a military. There's going to be, yes, there's going to have to be a Spider Some non- Spider court tier honor or dishonor theme if of they some actually kind. Make, yeah, Presumably dishonor because honoring while starting at zero would probably be somewhat difficult. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope they give us a, a pure honor theme, though I don't know which of the our current one I'd want to sacrifice for that. I don't know. The honor and dishonor switching thing seems kind of Fine for you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't really lose anything out of that. I mean, all your stuff just says gain two or they lose two. Yeah, they just print a lot your, of cards your to work choice. both ways now. But true, but I mean, that's sort of that's the comboy thing. I I, I want more of uh, what Asahina should have been, and then if if we're doing it and Asahina are doing it, there's a lot more room to put cards to boost that in of of gaining honor in battle spells. I don't know. Maybe yeah, that's just let's me. Let's see who would, what would Crab lose, if you were replace, if you were getting rid of one of Crab's theme. So everybody's loving the whole Yasuki thing. I think. Yeah. I don't I think you're getting rid of that. that. Scouts are very. I can't you know, imagine. Kaya would have Kaiyu. to go. Yeah, yeah. Kaiyu is the only. Thing. You could take them out and bring back Crab Commanders. I've or wanted to actually build that deck. I've looked at that and I'm like, that must be a lot of fun. And then I look at it, it's like this is horrible. Hmm. Uh, well, people have made. Winning things out of that stronghold. They have, really yeah, but it's not like just straight Caillou stuff. I don't, know. I don't think anyone has got. I don't think anyone has got ever gotten excited about Tamori Honor for Dragon. I no. think that has felt forced for them. It was I, that felt like it was a we want we want to have another Shugenja Honor deck, and so let's put it in. Oh yeah, sure, we can do a Dragon Tamori, even yeah. though whereas that actually would make more sense as a let's have another clan that has a Shugenja military deck, and yeah. that's what yeah. And That'd then, be fun. and like, I, and like I've said before, I think the, I mean, the, they should stick dueling I- into the Miramoto thing, I, because people like it. I, you have yeah. to make sure it's balanced and all that. But, but people like having people that. Like, I crane. What do you get rid of with crane, if anything? I don't. All of the above? No. Well, I mean, that's people, like power. People level. adore the scouts. You're not yeah. going to get rid of that. Well, that's your only real. <laughs> if you want them to have a military deck, that's really and yeah. You're going to do that's your only option. I don't know if I'd really. I might rejigger exactly how you're splitting up courtiers versus magistrate versus duelist or something. Yeah. Into maybe two, like still keep that two themes, but then mess it around. Because I don't think at this point you'd get rid of their Asahina. Probably not. No. Lion. I don't know the Kitsu. Kitsu's kind of weird. But, yeah, they don't really. They've need got so Kitsu, many like but... already fairly honor competent stuff. <laughs> Honor competence. You know what yeah. I mean. I do know what you mean. I like that phrase. Yeah. Well, and I th- I think lion scouts are losable. I mean. I mean, I don't think they need to, but that's not really box, a. Yeah. That's not really a particularly strong flavor. I mean, it's like a, a tie-in with what the Akoma. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, just generally speaking, what they could do, what they what they sort of but didn't quite do, is just be like, okay, here are the families of the clan. Each one gets a theme. You don't necessarily do that, but that lets you. What that lets you do is is like, what is a a sort of space you could mine with that? There, there's something scary you could do with a lion, like the Akoma, because remember. The Akoma are the second biggest set of liars in the Empire. Well, okay, maybe the third if you count the spider. But, like, clearly the scorpion. Yeah. But the Akoma, the Akoma histories are just full of lot. They're, no, no, they're... that's that's truth. <laughs> that's how Rokugan yeah. works, Chris. So, I, I mean, you know, maybe you could, uh, you're like, oh, what? No, my, my Akoma bard, it says right here in the histories. That your ancestor was, no, like, like what? Why does that ink look so much fresher look, than the rest on the page? Shut up. Uh, yeah. Chris, uh, we've Phoenix. We're already doing McCarthyism. We don't need Fox News <laughs> in there too. Uh, but man, it's just I. People seem to like Pokemon too much. I would much, get rid although, of magistrates, honestly. If anything, yeah, magistrates. Ma- magistrates does not really make it like, like as an like eco warfare is really the thing. But yeah, the magistrates has nothing really to do with that. We were talking about what Dex Mantis shouldn't have. Yeah. (laughs) We were somehow randomly going into what themes we want to see in a... a, Removed. Well, well, it wouldn't be what we want to see removed. It was what you could. Because you want want to have something, like, that you want to add in that's going to get people excited. Yeah. Right. But then... You you want to, if possible, have new themes. So, yeah, it's not about, like, what do you want to get rid of. It's what... Is what, losable. What, what, what can is, you get rid of to yeah. make room for new exciting themes? If we're talking about Mantis, I would say Magistrate. I well, the thing is, that's not really that's you cannot have magistrates, but you can't not have Echo Warfare because yeah, they like have that something too much. like that. Although they do need to really be careful about the whole. My theme is I get money too much money. Yeah, I wonder if they could just get rid of Scouts. They gotta have ranged attacks though, right? Well, but you know that doesn't have to be a Scout thing. You could, I mean, right, the, the Saruchi were, I mean, they're always bounty hunters. They were the, yeah, that could be a, like, you could have the Saruchi the magistrate theme. Yeah. The, the, that's true. Hunters, and then have economic warfare be more of the manipulation of gold costs than the, oh, hey, I've got all the money in the, the world. The problem with making, the mechanically, though, if you make the Saruchi a magistrate deck, that could have the same, part of the same problem that they have as a magistrate deck now, which is that, it's a magistrate do? deck, but it's not an honor or a dishonor deck. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess you could make... Yeah, make it dishonor. A mad- make it a battle dishonor. Oh, hey, you're a criminal. You're dishonorable. I shoot you in the face because you're a dishonorable criminal. That could be. They are. I mean, they yeah. do hunt down the criminal. That, yeah. That would be odd. Dishonor people, and then you get, you know, ridiculous battle actions to target them from home and stuff like that, or force them into battles right. and things like that. I don't right. know. I mean, it'd be something we haven't seen, but yeah, I, I really like that idea now of have it that they set up, they dishonor, they find out you're a criminal, then they go on the offensive. And then you're as good then, as dead. Well, you're right. You're forced to defend against them because you're dishonorable yeah. scum. And the scouts have been so terrible for so long yeah. now that I think people would not really mind right. them evaporating. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. So that's Mantis. Yeah, so Phoenix you wanted some yeah. silly thing. 
You, you should probably have fewer Asako. No, no, no. I think we want, we need to add Asako courtiers as a new theme and cut uh, either cut the Sheba uh, and then make it Asako's. <laughs> I haven't heard this joke twenty times already. Yes, there will all be it's Asako not a joke, themes. I like the idea. Of I it. think every arc you should just add I a victory condition, so it'll be Asako honor, dishonor, enlightenment. No, no, we become the Asako clan, and then the Asawa and the Sheba go off and do something cooler. Yeah, well, I think part of the, you don't, yeah, your your other families, I guess, have too much overlap. It's like, what do you do different with an Agasha deck versus an Isawa deck? Yeah. If you're, if well, you're trying to, that, those are, yeah. uh, the Agasha I mean, are really just a military. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's always been a problem with the Phoenix defining their families. Well, the, the way you don't dump everything onto yeah. the Asako is you just go back to having a generic Shugenja honor deck rather than having the uh, Inquisitor magistrate thing. But yeah, I don't... I'm not sure what... not sure what there is to add in that gets exciting. I mean, yeah, the... I, I mean, our Asako courtiers, that, that's such a... It seems like it's a relatively narrow... What, you want me to start bringing up my Shiba uh, illusionist school that I want? No. It would be a great honor deck. And the monks... The henshin are a relatively small part of the Phoenix too, but that actually, it's like, oh, it's another clan that we can do monk stuff with. Right. Whereas it's not like there's a dearth of clans that have courtier stuff uh, at this point. Although I guess you could just have more clans with courtiers. Scorpion. Speaking of clans with courtiers, and I think they've got the flavor uh, with I... scorpion pretty good is the thing. You know, I, I and yeah, my, my yeah. first sort of thing is, yeah, paragons of loyalty can just, it's weird. Burn and die. Yes. Uh, it's a weird thing. Scorpion, I, I think, I mean, Scorpion players seem to be very excited when I mean, I like Paragons, it. I mean, partially it was because they hated, they ended up hating the Bitter Lies, Kensei. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess you could have a, you could, I don't know what you'd give what them. You, you put could in? give them a Scorpion Dishonor. I mean, sorry, not a Scorpion, obviously Scorpion, but you could give them a Shugenja Dishonor as a more dedicated theme, but then... You've got to replace one of the existing Dishonored themes then. Yeah, I don't, and I don't yeah. think you're going to ever get rid of Scorpion Courtier Dishonored. No, yeah, you'd have to have that. So you'd have to replace the Magistrates. And then Paragons are As still around. Well, no, yeah. It, it, yeah, there just isn't... If we're still sticking with this exercise of get rid of a theme. Well, if you're going to introduce a new one. I guess it just doesn't seem that there's really that much new... The, the, doing something with the Shugenja really seems the other place that you'd have to go. I really can't think of what else you could possibly add. I mean... Yeah, and I do think that from the point of view of what is really iconic about the themes of the Scorpion Clan, the Paragons really are the, the place yeah. to go. Except yeah. that I think people are... Are really love digging too, that theme. Like, yeah, I, I really like that, because it, it, it tickles that whole, we're, we're Scorpion, loyal. all of our guys should have the loyal keyword on them. And here's the thing, uh, like... Well, that I mean, that's silly, but... Here's the part I really like about it is, like, how many times in L5R history have they basically tried to make a theme that is, you know, here's the half of your deck that sits at home, and here's the guys that fight out while supported by these other guys. Uh, I mean, that's uh, been uh, like Dragon and Phoenix yeah. for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and that was with way too Scorpion long. Scorpion Paragons, mine. I really think, like, this may be the first time that they've actually gotten a theme like that right. Well, I, I think the, the Phoenix worked okay last time. But, yeah, though it took, what, eight arcs to figure yeah, it, it out? it took an awful lot of tries to get that to to work right. Spider, 
see, that's hard. You can't really know what, except without knowing what's going to happen in the story with them. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can. There, there's still you two can take guesses. Go, Goju might be completely inappropriate as a theme for them, so that might be very easy. Goju are gone because the Shadow Dragon ends up yeah. being more prominent. In and once the once the Goju get discovered, you really can't have them as. You can't have the Goju get discovered and have them as a theme unless you're just going back to the Spider are not a clan. They're yeah. just done pretending and. And that's that. Right. I mean, if the Goju were in, they shouldn't be part of the Spider Clan. They should just be hanging out like the Chuda. This is the first Commander Clan. Certainly, no one likes Commanders right now, but I don't... Th- I mean, Commander well, I th- isn't... I, th- I think that's less nobody likes Commanders and more well, nobody likes so followers. Bad. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Commanders and Followers have just been bad. I don't think anyone has liked their Commander themes just because they've yeah, been well, so... There's only the two. Right. Uh, but yeah. I don't think that that's going away. That may move around, but that's not going away. Well, I don't think you're going to get rid of Paragons, like a Dark Virtue thing. Oh, no, no. That's all no, yeah, that's, that's going to be there. So, and the monks, I think that the Sohei are going to stick around, they're too. They're popular, and they're so, a cool thing, too. Yeah. I think you don't need to keep commanders in spiders specifically, but then you have to find other homes that are going to have commander. I think you have to find other places for followers. I, I think that, yeah, coming back in crab certainly makes, makes sense. sense. I think, I actually lion commanders. Why have there never been lion commanders? Yeah, I don't know. I, not lately. I could see commanders coming back in lion and coming back in crab. And I don't know that it necessarily. And, and coming back in crane. No. Now, I don't know that it necessarily goes... It doesn't mean it has to go away in Spider, but I, I do think you're right that there's probably... If it works in the story, I think that they're going to come up with some sort of thing. I mean, part of the reason laid out, like, you know, as Reese said in the design team interview, which has been edited and posted already, it doesn't make any sense in the story. There, there are like 30 dudes in the entire story that are... Of course, there's less kitsu than that who can actually summon ancestors and that didn't stop so without a radical change in how the spider work it it would not be an honor deck no and i don't know how they function as a dishonor deck that's really any different than oh look it's more scorpion yeah i don't know i mean but i still think that there's a reasonable chance that they'll try to shoehorn something like that and and goju could be maybe it'll be you kind of shoehorn a whole dishonor that's like shuttle in infiltrators into your opponent's deck, into your play in your opponents, and then you hose them for that. Oh, that... I'm not saying that's, you know, I don't think that'd be a really difficult thing to make work at all. Yeah, that... Infiltration seems like the thing for them if you're doing anything dishonor. Yeah, but... but that seems awkward to build an entire theme around. That doesn't necessarily mean they won't do it, but that does seem awkward. It's not... Yeah. Unlike the, uh, oh yeah, the, the, the crab thing that I would like to see go away or get redone, since we're just, let's rewind, is the Yasuki. I, you know, like, it seems so popular, though. Well, I think it's popular as a theme. I, I want to see it different because mechanically the theme of the Yasuki is I annoy my opponent. And you really, <laughs> I don't think you want an entire deck where the object is I mess with, with my opponent's yeah. stuff. Yeah. That, or more than that, I mess with my opponent's economy. Yeah, I mean, you absolutely not- have to have elements of that in the game, but I don't think that it's a good idea to have an entire design deck theme well, that is based around... It's a difference between having enough open control that you can blunt an attack that's coming on you versus 
Weakening it. Gozu-sensei, Gozoku-sensei. Well, but it's not just open phase stuff. It's I mean, half their stuff is in battle, too. Like, you go to battle, and they've got three different things that Oh, no, that I'm not saying they're open. Honor I mean, or burn I'm, gold or, yeah, right. I, I'm saying, again, it's the different... You can have some economic manipulation, but when you're doing a whole thing of economic manipulation, it just... You stop playing your game. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah and it can just be... Right. I mean, that's, that's the annoying, problem. But is, I, there's a difference between bleeding your opponent's resources to slow them down and not letting them play their... Yeah, but I, I don't think they're going away. I just would like to think they've changed. I think that if, if you're replacing it, yeah, it's, it's got to be Kaio for the crab. And, yeah. and followers, and bringing back something followers really that makes sense. sense for them, since they're one of the big armies running around clans. Ponycorn? Unicorn. They're going to have a Battle Maidens deck. you got to have Battle yeah. Maidens. Unicorn, more than princess? anyone else, seems to have a lot of, like, you know, weird kind of stuff right. that I could see go. Let's it's like give them... Death Priests. It's like, oh. mm-hmm. sort of... Uh... We we need another commander faction. Here you go, unicorn. Well, they are one of the big army. True. We have a big army faction, so I mean, unicorn commanders makes some sense. Makes sense. But then you end up having effect. to. You end up with all these clans that have commander and they have followers, but you can't just have like a generic commander follower unless you just throw cavalry on it or something, you know? Unless you build something to just work around that. Yeah. It's kind um, of in its own design space by itself. Death Priests is, it's I weird. guess, it isn't even purely Death Priests, right? It also just includes random Iuchi, Shugenja. But it's another military Shugenja theme, which I'm yeah, sure they were glad have to have. A, I mean, you could just have Shugenja deck for that. Potentially, I the E-Day, we've never really seen anything with that. Yeah. I guess you could have them... Courtier? Do some sort of courtier yeah. theme. Courtier honor, I guess. Uh, I don't know. You could have it. Well, you could have another theme that does merchant stuff. True. With these, so you could have some yeah. merchant crossover with the the colot. And heck, you could. I mean, potentially, you could have merchant themes all over the place. If hmm. you, I mean, you've got them. You could have a crane. a crane Daidoji hmm. trading council or or something else. I'm sure the uh, merchant deck claim to have one. Yeah. You could. Well, you could talk. You could have like a big cross of keywords. I don't know, I'm not saying that would work well, but, I mean, between the Asuki and Amantis eco-warfare and Crane doing something, and then toss the Ide in there for one. I mean, you could have four different homes where you could have a merchant thing. A merchant keyword, or just effects that mess with gold costs right. that might be unique for them. But, weirdly, if you want to keep the unique, like, if you want to keep there actually being a Shugenja theme, Tactician is basically then what you're left with removing. Yeah. And I don't know how well. I mean, there's a lot of these theme clans well. where the theme is just like, you know, we're cool in battle. You know, it may be that, you know, we're big and we have a lot of followers or we're awesome at battle and we have tacticians, but there's a lot of themes that are just like, you know, yeah, we're well, good at big battles. The other, well, the other thing with if it's pulling tactician from Unicorn, if you did that, is tactician isn't going away? It's going to stay as a lion thing. And if you want sure. to try to have where does it go across? Where yeah, where would it go? I mean, someone's got to have tacticians. We'll other take than it. Lion. Master Phoenix tactician. Oh, that's what she put in for hey, Scorpion. Now, Phoenix tattoo gave tactician, if I remember correctly. Phoenix what? Tattoo. Oh. I have no idea. Uh, yes, but it didn't give it the Phoenix clan personality. No. And so for unaligned, do we remove Big Oni, and then put in Bigger Oni? Uh, medium and small. 
no, no, we we remove Big Oni. We're gonna rename them to Venti. Uh, Venti. <laughs> Venti Oni. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's it's funny that Yo, you Bonchin. have. There you go. I don't want the sh- like basically Shadow Hands horde removed as a thing, but it, it's kind of funny. We <laughs> if a large part of the point of introducing Spider of switching from Shadowlands to Spider was to not have to have a different weird thing for each story prize. We and then you just kind of reintroduce that. You, it doesn't have its own separate thing. You just end up with these sort of weird semi-corrupt or pseudo-corrupt or who knows what's going on. Goblins eat a family prizes. at the end. <laughs> yeah. I well, that could be a spider prize <laughs> too. Uh, that was a spider prize. I think it actually was. Yeah, goblins. Goblins were played out of goblins the eating box. people was spider. Yeah. The TFT Oni deck win was the governor. Yeah. So that's going a little fast, isn't it? The I remember we had we had talked about some point of like, oh well, no the the civil war between the colonies and the, the empire that's already spoiled. That's yeah. next arc, but no, 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 it's this arc too. So I don't know if that's going to be too much going on, or if it'll end up being nifty. Like Clan War had sort of the lot of internecine fighting, but was also you know a big an overlying yeah. conflict. But I really don't. We've seen all the spoilers. I'm not really sure why. There's what the Empire, like, why the Empire is sending an Imperial Legion mm-hmm. over to the colonies for. I'm not, I'm not really sure about yet why that's happening. Am I supposed, I'm not, am I supposed to know yet why that's happening? No, that's Matt, not saying that's with the spoil. Is they've, they've spoiled that the, that they're doing this, but it hasn't come up in the story. We have no idea yeah. why the city's, second city's That's right, be yeah, because that's what a part of, because yeah, there, there were a couple of the side events at Gen Con and then the big, the world's tournament is, yeah, the big force marching on, uh, right, on the second city. There's an awful lot going on right now, so, and only the one really lame thing. So hopefully it'll all continue to only one mesh together thing. well. Right? What's the other really lame thing going on that I don't rem- that I'm missing? <laughs> I don't know. I thought this was one of those things where it was so standout you were just calling it the lame thing expecting me to know what it was. Oh, yes. I was expecting you to know what I was talking about when I said the one really lame thing. Yeah. You're talking about the ridiculous romance story, but not really. Yes. Okay. Have fun editing this episode, though. (laughs) (laughs) What, just because Benjamin runs it in the middle of it and starts barely talking on mic? Talking about 20 different topics slowly meandering from one to another. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we didn't really seem to have a good break point in there, so just like... Yeah. Just the stream of consciousness episode. Yes, that's it. I think we're done. Hooray, we're done, Benjamin. All right. For Jay Earl, Justin Purdy, and, and Benjamin. Benjamin Stevenson, I am Chris Stevenson, and this is Strange Assembly. Can you say bye-bye? Say bye-bye. Oh, well. Can you say squeak? <laughs> you can say that. You've been listening to Strange Assembly. You can download more episodes of Strange Assembly on iTunes or from our website at www.strangeassembly.com.
While you're at our website, you can check out the frequently updated main page or talk with us on the forums. You can also email me directly at chris at strangeassembly.com or you can follow Strange Assembly on Facebook or Twitter. Strange Assembly, either place. Thanks for listening. too enthused right now. I'm just just playing that out there. Very enthusiastic. Yeah. Benjamin, oh, Benjamin's visiting again. Do you want to try to talk again, or are you not going to talk some more? You're going to not talk some more in this episode? Sir, not appearing in this podcast. What? Can you say hello? Are we going to spend another five minutes with you not actually saying hello to the people <laughs> on the microphone? Well, what? what? That's a word. Yes, talking. That's right. We're talking. That's what Daddy and his friends do, especially Daddy. He talks. (laughs) Yeah, mostly Daddy talks, and his friends roll their eyes. (laughs) That's right. Say something. Say kumquat. (laughs) Apple. Uh... Yeah, maybe we should just recite words and have him repeat them back. It was amusing. Thursday I went to see Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me get recorded. And after after the recording, they did like three or four minutes of redoing all all the lines that they had (laughs) flubbed. Gotta be somewhere. Are you a skateboard? No! Okay. No, but I had to think about that one. (laughs) I have no idea what that was. Ben. I don't know what you're saying, Benjamin. Baby? Are you a ba- Oh, you're a baby boy? That's what he is. Is that what mm-hmm. you're saying? Are you a baby boy? Are you no. a boy? Last time he was asked that, he said no. <laughs> so, just going to say no to everything. Are you an ex? No. But he can say apple. Are you That's a monkey? Sure. Uh, uh, I answer yes. through my actions. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. Come on, you know the answer to that. What? <laughs> Trabin? What are you doing, Benjamin? That's not a jump rope. I don't know what he's saying. Uh, neither do I. What do you say? Play chords? But you're not supposed to play with chords. Limbo! Limbo? He's not very good at limbo. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs>
Although he does have his own style, I have to admit. <laughs> hey, he got under the bar. The bar didn't get knocked down. Uh, I don't think he quite calls. He's trying very like, hard. <laughs> he's trying very hard to knock down the bar, though. <laughs> he's, he's the Captain Kirk of Limbo. I uh, I refuse Limbo to acknowledge. I refuse to acknowledge this. The bar falls down if you touch it. Thing. Phrases I never thought I would hear say in my lifetime. <laughs> the Captain Kirk of Limbo. Uh, Where, whereas Limbo is not the Kobayashi Maru. Yeah, you figured you'd hear that eventually. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, Benjamin, I think we need to get you out and put the gate back up. Hmm. Or we're never going to be able to finish this. 